Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. All right. We are so glad all of you are here today. <laughs> yes, we are so excited about today and what we're going to be bringing to you. We know it's going to challenge and encourage you. We're going to be um, talking about trust in God for the victory. Trust in God for the victory. Yeah. Isn't that powerful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have a little echo in here today. <laughs> but um, we're going to be going into the book of Chronicles, Second Chronicles uh, chapter 20. And as we talk to you about this, this is a, a subject that I know is very near and dear to our hearts. And I know a lot of you, it's um, dear to your heart too, because you have had to trust God in the victory. Or maybe right now you're in a season that you're like, I needed to hear this right now because this is where I'm at. And this is just going to be manna from heaven for me today. Um, I do want to say this about this powerful chapter that it's going to explain to you how the Lord grants victory to those who trust in him. Mm. So go ahead and uh, tune in, turn that dial up, that volume up, and uh, just go ahead and take some notes. So honey, do you want to go ahead and start? This is a powerful passage <laughs> that relates to us because we know that not only ourselves, but probably most of you, if all of you that are listening, have yes. come to times in your life when it seems like there is a lot coming against you. You have, you're going, we know, again, we've mentioned this before, but we have a husband, a wife, friends of ours whose daughter has four years old, diagnosed with leukemia. They're, they, that, I'm sure they feel overwhelmed. I'm sure they feel like there is a... Mm. Uh, just a, you know, just such a battle it's coming surreal. against them. And it's, it's probably, the battle seems probably at times so overwhelming. Yes. You know, you can be someone who's maybe out of a job and you feel overwhelmed because how, when's this going to happen? You know, how, how can I try to make this work? Or, or you can be in some financial situation, maybe too deep in debt or, something going on with your health and yes. we feel overwhelmed at times we feel like as we're going to see in this story a great multitude is coming against us and what i always tell people is unfortunately we wait too long sometimes to let god in yes we just panic and freak out and deal with fear and anxiety for way too long without until we come to this place where we finally say hey oh by the way god can you help me in this um i i want to encourage everybody as you as we we're not going to go through this verse by verse in this story but we're going to read this just kind of skim over this account hit some of the points we feel are relatable to what we're talking to you about but you're going to see in this story that uh, jehoshaphat this great king had the same kind of situation in his life yes. where there was a great multitude coming against him. And I'm sure he felt overwhelmed as we read. And there's some ingredients here that he did that brought him the victory. 
and it wasn't about him. And you know, um, I want to say this, just tag along with what Brad is saying, is, um, you know, the cry of Christians in their darkest night of their experience is usually, Lord, I don't know what to do. But here's the key, but I'm counting on you. And so as Brad is going through uh, this passage to you, this, this chapter, just know that God is always there, that his ears are attentive to the cries of his children, and he never leaves you or forsakes you. So we're going to go ahead and dive deep into this chapter right now. Well, the setting is Jehoshaphat was brought a report. And it says in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1, After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites, and with them the Mayanites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea, and behold, they are in Engedi. Mm. And it says in verse 3, Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord, and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. In verse 4, and it says, And Judah assembled to help, seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So here's this report, this enormous multitude that's coming against him. In other words, the odds were against him. He was way outnumbered, um, surrounded, and... He does something that everyone does, and it's a natural thing for all of us. Initially, he, it said he was afraid. Right. And, you know, we're not saying that if you're going through something that fear hasn't tried to grip you or anxiety or worry or right. concern, that's a natural thing. I, right. You know, that just happens. But here, here's a, something. What happened next, he didn't stay there. It says he was afraid, and then he did something. He set his face to seek the Lord. Mm, that's good. To somebody out there, it's time to let go of the fear and start seeking the Lord. It says he then did something spiritual as well. He proclaimed a fast. In other words, that fast is going to bring them all together, get them closer to God, get them in tune with God. And it wasn't just him, but Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. It says, from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So when he was over, was given this report of being overwhelmed by the enemy, yes. he feared there was anxiety and trepidation right at the beginning, but then he turned it spiritual. He grabbed a hold of himself, so to speak, and said, we need to seek the Lord. We need to get spiritual about this battle. Yes. And we're going to see they realize it wasn't about them being over to come in their physical strength, but they were going to lay all of their, all the ability to have victory was going to be found in seeking the Lord and drawing close to him. You know, um, what's so amazing about this and so many times in life, you know, the seasons of life, you have mountaintop experiences and valley experiences. And in those valley experiences, you can feel sometimes that um, all the odds are against you. And this is what Jehoshaphat felt um, when all of these armies were coming against him. He had incredible odds against him. But like Brad said, the amazing thing was, yes, he was alarmed, he feared, but then setting his eyes on the Lord. And the Word of God talks about that, about setting our mind and our eyes on things that are above. 
And uh, we encourage you today that if there are incredible odds that have come against you, maybe doctor's reports, maybe, you know, whatever, you know, that might be fact, but the truth is God's word and the truth is God's promise to you. So honey, go ahead. So they've all gathered together to seek the Lord. And then in verse, starting in verse five through verse 12, they pray. Yes. But there's something really cool about the way they pray, something very unique that we can grab something out of and look at for mm -hmm. our lives in the situations that you may be in right now or that we may be, you know, in the future, whatever, whatever that situation yes. may be where you feel overwhelmed in their prayer. What they did was they they reminded themselves of what God had already done for them. That's right. Um so they're 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 praying and they're stating things like God, you're the ruler over all kingdoms and nations, and your hand is power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. So they're proclaiming the yes. ability and the power of God in their prayer. They're they're going back and remembering the things that God has delivered them from. What about you? You know, you're in this situation being overwhelmed. When you begin to pray right now, because you're being challenged to seek the Lord. Start reminding yourself of what God has done. Begin to thank him. God, you saved me. God, you, you, you've, you've met my needs. God, you've taken care of our bills. You've Maybe someone, you know, God's done a healing. God, you've healed me or healed this person before. Think of all the things that could call back to remembrance, all the great things of God. And then begin to proclaim, God, you're great. You're sovereign. Yes. You're omnipotent. You're all powerful. You're all wise. And proclaim those things in your prayer and as they're doing this, I mean, to us, it begins to build your faith right. to know that God can is. do this. And here's a key in verse 12. This is a key to this whole thing mm -hmm. about trust in God for the victory. Yes. And I'll read you these words out of the my version, which is the um, uh, English standard version. It says in verse 12, for we are powerless. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's a key for we are powerless right. against this great horde that is coming against us. Here we go again. He says, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. you. That's right. If you want to have, if you want to have victory in whatever situation you're going in, and I don't care how overwhelming it is, you need to trust in God for the victory. And you do that by literally, if you got to say it to God from your mouth, God, I I am powerless in this about in this situation that I'm dealing with. This great horde, this great multitude is coming against me. I don't know what to do, but Lord God, from this yes. time on, my eyes are going to be on you. Yes. That is a key. I wish someone would have told me that the moment I got saved. Trust in God for the victory is literally us laying down our abilities, our power to do it, what we think is our power to do it giving in and letting God take control. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. You know, um, there's another account in the Bible real quick. I want to interject of David. When David was uh, running, running from King Saul, and David had done nothing, um, and, um, you know, he was put in this position, this situation that he had, he had um, no control over. 
but it said that he spoke to himself and he said why are you downcast oh my soul hope in God he stirred himself up in his most holy faith when everything around him was downtrodden and he was it, it could have been a despairing situation so like Brad said when Jehoshaphat prayed you know he was stirring himself up in faith he knew what God had done but he needed to hear himself declare it and say wow you are the God of my forefathers you're the God who has delivered us you're the God who has done this so wow it, once you start declaring that it does build faith in you and you start realizing he's the same yesterday today and forever what he did for you yesterday he can do for you today Amen. So what happens to them is they get done praying, realizing and admitting and confessing that they are powerless. And then it says in verse 13, Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. And what happened next was the spirit of the Lord came over this prophet, Jehaziel. And he gave a prophetic word to King Jehoshaphat and all the people that were there. And it's a word that you want to hear yourself and that I know I want to hear myself when yes. I'm going through times like this. But I think a key to it is, for we are powerless, we can't do this on our own. My eyes are on you. And the Lord's response back to them through this man of God, Jehaziel, was the Lord said this back to them, do not be afraid. And do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Amen. So God was saying directly to them, the battle is not yours, I'm going to deal with. He told them, he said, tomorrow uh, go down against them. You will not, in verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. And here's some key words. He says, stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation. That means deliverance there. Yes. See the deliverance of the Lord yes. on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord will be with you. And then Jehoshaphat bows his head with his face to the ground and they all began to worship the Lord and they stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Man, what an awesome, what encouragement. They, they realized, they, they feared at first, he feared at first, then he, then he begins to seek the Lord, proclaims a fast. All the people come together, begin to seek the Lord with him. They go before the Lord in prayer. Uh, they, they, they call out the sovereignty of God, the, the power of God, the omnipotence of God. They recognize all the things that God has done for them before. And they even remind God, so to speak, God, you've done the other, thing, other things for us before. And God, uh, they, they get a word from the Lord. They finally say, this battle's not ours. Or, or they finally said, we are powerless against this great horde. Um, our eyes are on you because we don't know what to do. The Lord responds to them with this powerful, powerful, encouraging word. Do not be afraid. The Lord is with you. The battle's not yours. The battle is mine. You may be going through whatever it is right now, but listen, you're not the only one that's ever gone through this. Yes. He went through it. We've gone through things. Yes. Other people in the body of Christ are going through things, but the battle's not yours. The battle is the Lord's. That's right. But in the battle, it's not up to us to live in constant fear. It's not up to us to live in discouragement, to live in despondency, to go into some kind of yes. so-called depression, to hide away. It is up to us to seek the Lord, to call on his greatness, 
to realize we can't do it without him and really set our heart to know we cannot win this battle, that's when I've seen, man, the Lord will step in and say, okay, thank you for giving it up yourself and letting me take over. That's the way it needs to be. That's when God just moves in there and begins to do things like he did for Jehoshaphat and all those people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so powerful. You know, when the Lord gives you a word, like Brad said, you position yourself, you stand in that word, that you're not moved by what you see, you're not moved by what you hear, you're not moved by what you think or what others are trying to give you their opinions. The only thing that moves you is the word from the Lord. And what's so beautiful about this passage is as they, as they um, position themselves, they began to worship the Lord. Um, they began to sing and to praise him. And it says in verse 22, the Lord set ambushes against the people of these enemies of, uh, of his children. The Lord sent ambushes, not them, but the Lord, because the Lord had said, the battle is not yours. The battle is mine. And it's so powerful just to know that our God is mighty to deliver and mighty to save. I know in our lives before when we have gone through situations that it almost seems like um, somebody punched you. you. You know what I'm talking about. Punched you in the gut. You can't keep, you know, you can't catch your breath. You're, it's just amazing just how things can just flood in in your life. But I know that my husband and I, so many times, we might be alarmed, but then we set ourselves and we come together and we pray and we declare God's goodness. We declare his promises. And what we always do too is we begin to praise and worship our Lord. And it's so amazing when you start praising God, you know, that's an act of faith. You are praising him in the midst of this trial and this situation. And what is so powerful about that is you can feel the atmosphere change. It goes from fear to faith so quick because you're focused on Jesus now. You're not focused on the problem. Amen. And when you were talking, I was looking at the verses and I, I, I saw this. Remember, he feared initially. Well, remember, here's this guy that initially feared and he's gone through these prayers. And he's gone through this encouraging word from the Lord. And it says in verse 20, then he rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness and they went with that. They went with him. And it says, Jehoshaphat stood and said, now he's going to speak to all the people. This man that started off in fear, but sought the Lord, prayed to God, got a word from the Lord. Yes. He says now to the people, hear me, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, exclamation point. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe as prophets and you will succeed. In other words, believe in your in the word in the Lord your yes. God. Believe in him. Believe in his word yes. and you will succeed. And as my wife said, he he appointed praisers. And the cool thing about the praisers, it says they went out and they began to sing things like give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures Amen. forever. Amen. So they're singing, they're singing these praises. Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Well, that's kind of how maybe it didn't sound just like that, but um, it, 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 it encourages me and it, it excites me because when we, when, when we realize how great God is, we, we, we get filled up with this yes desire to just the only way to let it out is to sing and to praise him and That's in this right. case we get this incredible picture 
of how they went out praising and in their praise and as they went out literally the enemy got confused thought there were so many people and they began to kill themselves so literally they didn't have to raise a sword against the enemy when the lord said it's not your battle's not yours it's mine that's right um they literally didn't raise a sword and the enemy literally destroyed themselves so we have come here today um jan and i to be a blessing to you to encourage you my wife's laughing at me because i sang i love it i'm not editing that out i'm gonna leave it because it was inspired of the lord so sometimes you just gotta sing a song in your heart but we're here to encourage you and yes. to inspire you yes. and to um just let you know that there is the word of god there yes. to, to show you some things about how you need to let go of trying to do it yourself. Let go of the struggle. Yes. It's not up to you to struggle within your own human abilities. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to recognize yes. that you're not strong enough to deal with it yourself. It's time to give all that up. Yes. It's time to pray. And it's time to let the Lord speak to you the great things that he's going to do for you through this. Well, we know that you were encouraged and, um, you know, you know now that you need to trust in God for the victory, not trust in self, not trust in anyone else, but you trust in your God for the victory. And you know, the battle is not yours, but God says it's his and he is mighty to deliver and mighty to save. He is an all-powerful God and an all-knowing God. You know, He is creator. He mm. created the mm. world, the heavens. He created everything. And you know, when I think about that, I just find so much peace knowing how great our God is, that our little problems are nothing to Him, a great and mighty King. So we encourage you today to listen to this podcast several times. Get it down deep. We were just talking to someone who said they've been playing one of the podcasts every single day for a week to make sure it just gets down deep in their spirit. Also, if you know somebody that's going through something, um, go ahead and lead them to this podcast. I know it would be a blessing to them as it is to you. So we love you guys. Remember, trust in God for the victory. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.